This is your radio home for New York Rangers hockey. Galpinaire moves in, shoots, scores! The Blue Shirts are here. WEPN-FM, New York. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. We hope you had a fantabulous sports weekend, but I guess if you're a New York football fan, you really didn't. We'll discuss. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. That's the number to join our Monday night edition of ESPN New York tonight, along with Big Daddy Ty and Brian the Brain. We're here until midnight. By the way, you can also hit us up on Twitter at Hardest to ESPN at Gordon Damer at ESPN NY ninety eight underscore seven FM. Hey Gordon, how are you? Larry, what's going on, my friend? So I turned on Monday Night Football and the Giant game broke out offensively. Oof. Well, at least there's a reason, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's a, well, it's a reason for the Giants a tornado. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like a tornado going on. And uh, shockingly, uh, trying to kick field goals in a tornado has not worked out for the Buffalo Bills. And uh, boy, oh, I, look, there's still some time left. The Bills still have a chance. Yes. If they lose this game, Larry, oh. what a demoralizing. And yeah. now you'll be two back of uh, of the Patriots. You'll have a lot. You're at home. You got the weather that you guys make out like, hey, this is our kind of game mm-hmm. against a rookie quarterback. The running back injures his hamstring. I know. Running so hard. The, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for, for most of the game, the Patriots attempted one pass. Unbelievable. I think it's up to three, yeah. and they're going to beat you. I mean, unless something dramatic happens here. So, uh, yeah, completely demoralizing performance in the way they did it, right? Like just running the ball yeah. down your throat, almost mm-hmm. like um, almost like rubbing your face in it, you know? Yeah. You can't stop it. Here no. Here it is. We're right. gonna run. Hey, guess what? We're going to run the ball. And not just for a yard or two, as you mentioned, Gordon, huge chunks of yardage. Huge chunks. I don't know what the average is now, but I think it's about five and a half yards per carry. Yeah, it probably was higher at one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah, they had the big touchdown run. And and when that touchdown run happened and they get the two-point conversion, if you're a Bills fan, at that point, you know it's going to be uphill climb. There's not going to yeah. be a lot of points scored. I, I think the over-under uh, over the weekend was like 46-47. And then by the time game time, I'm pretty sure it was like 38 because of the weather and and dropping and dropping quickly. So, yeah, what a demoralizing, emasculating performance this will be for the Buffalo Bills. Just getting just manhandled on your home uh, on your home field. As of right now, they've got 226 yards on the ground, an average of 5.4 yards per carry, 42 rushing attempts, Gordon. Yeah, 42. And for and the Bills, listen, they've been able to put the ball in the air a little bit on on the past couple of drives here in the fourth quarter. But, you know, the thing here is is you look at that defense and they just have not been able to – not only have they not been able to stop them from running, but the clock – how many possessions has Buffalo had? Not many. Right, yeah, no, they've just eaten up the clock. Uh, And, uh, you know, I almost feel like – you know, I'm sure a lot of the talk will be about how conservative the Patriots were – Patriots have been winning the entire game. They yeah. it made sense for them to be conservative. I feel like with with Josh Allen, a guy who can throw the ball through a wall, even with the wind, I feel mm-hmm. like the Bills have been a little too conservative tonight. I agree. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a devastating loss for them. Oh, almost intercepted. So that's 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 whew, that's a tough one. And Gordon, I tell you from experience, it is it can be windy in Buffalo. On the sidelines, it is not an easy place to play when the wind is blowing like that. And it was similar to when we were, when I was there, 
a couple of years ago, one of the flags blew off the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw the refs, the officials' hat flew off his head before. So yeah, um, yeah, this is uh, this is a bad loss for the Bills. I mean, for bad a season loss. where they when they, remember they beat the Chiefs on Monday night, they're like, ah, oh, they you know we beat the the team that we've been chasing. This is the team. This is the win that we've been looking for. Mm-hmm. And now to find themselves in this spot where they're not going to you know likely win the division, they're going to be you know what the fifth of the sixth seed. Yeah. That is a disappointing year and a disappointing performance tonight. Absolutely. All right, Gordon, let's kind of quickly rehash. No, let's talk saw. more about the Bills and Patriots. Can we please? <laughs> can we just keep talking about the Bills and Patriots? Well, the offense is about the same. We can start with the Giants. Oh, my God. Nice yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice win for my team. Yeah. Yes. I mean, uh, oof, that, is, that is a rough watch. It uh, is. And, and, you know, here's the thing, like for, for a team that does not score a lot of points um, and an offense that just cannot do really anything nope. on a day where you're starting your backup quarterback, you'd like to think that your playmakers, not that they have up. that many of them, those guys would step up, right? Yeah. They would kind of lift the, the, the quarterback up. Mm-hmm. And that was not the case between nope. Kenny Galladay, who was invisible again and then left the game inju- injured and then Saquon Barkley. Uh, I I, I don't know. It's one of two things. Either A, Saquon Barkley is still hurt from the injury he had earlier this season and he's toughening it out and trying, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the admirable thing and he's just not there. Or he's not the same player anymore. It's one of the two. Yeah, look, it (laughs) might be the – yeah, I mean, it might be the case. Uh, He is not the same guy anymore. Mm -mm. Uh, I know they wanted to get him some touches in the game. They did get some touches, but he dropped the passes. And and I think you'd rather have catches than just touches. So Mm -hmm. he had one run. What was it for 23 yards? Yes. And then the rest of the day, I think he averaged, you know, like 2.6 or something a carry. Uh, The Giants offense is abysmal. Their team is not very, you know, the defense held their own um, against a, you know, mediocre offense in the Dolphins. But you know, every single week, you know, three field goals. And as bad as it feels watching the game, mm-hmm. to hear what Joe Judge <laughs> said after the game, I, I'm like, I'm saying to myself, was he watching the Giant game? Was was some other game getting shown to him on the big screen? I mean, what are you talking? I saw some good signs. I you saw some, some you big didn't plays. See the positives? Positives. The only yeah. positives the Giants have those te- those coaches who have tested positive for COVID. That's about the only positives they have going on right now. No, the positive um, was Galladay got hurt, but he came back. Oh my God! <laughs> this and and what's scary is, is that this is look. It's a lost season. We've known it's a lost season yeah. for a while. Yep. This seems like from all the guys who cover the team, Jordan Renan, obviously, uh, other guys who cover the team, barring something catastrophic, Judge this is, is back, the game. He's going to be back. He's back. And there was a report that when they go looking for a GM, they're going to want somebody who aligns with Joe Ju- aligns with Joe Judge. That's right. It's probably going to be a former giant. Giant ties. Remember oh, that remember that my. phrase, Giants ties. I mean, if there was ever an example of an organization that needed to, I mean, forget about blow up. They need an exorcism. They need to rip it down to the studs and then some. And it seems like they're going to just – and for what reason? Because they don't want to be embarrassed by firing another coach two years in. I would think that the performances on Sunday are far more embarrassing yeah. than firing somebody two years in when he's going to have the record. I mean, they might they, – they conceivably could maybe not win. In, if Daniel Jones does not come back, 
mm-hmm. and they're starting Mike Glennon and, and Jake Fromm the rest of the way, mm-hmm. they might not win another game. You're right. You're right. As a matter of fact, let, let's tell you what. Let's hear what uh, Joe Judge had to say. Joe Judge, and, and this is about the offensive struggle, so we'll let you hear it, and you'll hear the question as well. Here's Joe Judge yesterday. You talked about the things you're encouraged by on offense. Ultimately, though, nine points and 250 yards. So people are going to look at that and say, like, how, how can you be encouraged when the results just weren't there? I saw a lot of play, players make a lot of big plays, and that's what we got to do. we got to get the ball in our players' hands, let them make plays, let them extend plays and be explosive players. And that's our focus as a team. So that's what we're looking to do. We're going to play to the players, play their strengths. Saw a lot of things today that really got the players involved. There are a lot of third and longs that we converted with a lot of players making big plays. thought Freddie did a good job calling things aggressively and pushing it down the field. thought Mike really had the right mindset in how he wanted to play that thing. And there was opportunities for catch and runs. We got the thing out and did that. But then also, you know, pushing down the field. We saw Kenny make some big catches. Evan makes some big catches. You know, these are some things that turn around. And you've got to make these plays and be able to make these plays in critical situations and in tough games. We knew it was going to be a lot of tight contested catch today. It's a very well-coached defense. They play very aggressive, very tight on you. So through the week, we talked a lot to our players about you got to defend your leverage, come out of the breaks, and you got to make those tight catches. And I was pleased to see our guys come up with a number of those today. You didn't see them push the ball down the field, Gordon? No. And I watched <laughs> the game intently. You're just watching Miami's receivers. No. You know, like Waddle, Trust me, they weren't pushing the ball down the field either. You know, Parker and Gusecki, long of 17. That's what Dolphins you were with 19 play drives where they're completing 17 passes and they're kicking a field goal. I mean, it's not like their offense is lighting the world on fire, but what is he talking about? You know what? Yesterday, for anybody who was on the fence, his mm. press conference and those comments, they were almost like, remember that time that John Idzik had that press conference? Yeah. I was there. And it was like... And it was like, well, you know, Rex is going to be gone after the season, but this guy, Idzik, he's going to hang on. Then he had that press conference. It was like, oh, my God, he has to go, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you could you could hear what Joe Judge had to say yesterday and, and not, like, hurt yourself rolling your eyes listening to him. It's, it's preposterous. It is. It is. Here, here's some stats for you, courtesy of Brian DeBrain and Big Daddy T. Since the Super Bowl, since Super Bowl forty six. Giants, 61 and 96, fourth worst. Since 2017, 22 and 54, second worst. Since hiring Dave Gettleman, 19 and 41, fourth worst. And since hiring Joe Judge, 10 and 18, fifth worst. How do you bring him back? How do you how do you bring him back after an abyss? Now, are you going to tell me, well, because of the injuries and he didn't have really have a full deck, he didn't have Daniel Jones, he, we didn't have our big play receivers, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. But he did, he even when they were when he had most of the guys, they weren't playing well. They have not. They're not a good team. No, I, I mean, uh, and yeah, okay, injuries. It's football. Everybody, Everybody's everybody got gets them. injured. And, and let's go specifically to things that he does. You know, that punt where they had a fourth and two yeah. about five minutes to go for the Miami 46 mm-hmm. uh, while trailing, what was it, 10-6 at the time. That is, I mean, that's the definition of surrender. That's the definition of like, hey, we're not going to win, but at least we'll make the loss look more palatable. You're not even trying to win the game. You, you have to take a shot at something. You're like you see other teams. Like I was watching the Lions, the end of that game. Oh, yeah, how about they that? They got nothing to play for. I get yeah. it. What mm-hmm. do the Giants have to play for? You got to take some shots. You got to make some. You got to make something happen. 
yeah. and to just simply say you're playing your defense, well, then what you're saying is we expect our defense to score points for us. Yep. Because that's the only way we're going to score points. And there's a guy on Twitter who has this uh, surrender index where it's like the worst punts that you could mm-hmm. have, like just cowardly kind of punts. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. put that punt in the 98th percentile of all punts since 2021 uh, of this season and the 96th percentile since 1999. Like that's how highly rated in terms of like just weakness of Mm. that punt, not taking a shot there. Um, Yeah. And and, you know, the timeouts taking a timeout at the end of the first quarter, I I, like, I don't know what, like what's, what's the, what's the, um, the case to be made for bringing him back when you know you have to go find a GM. So you're going you're gonna to limit the search mm-hmm. to only people who feel good about Joe Judge. 10 and 18. 10 and 18. And counting. Right. <laughs> and it might, it, look, I mean, they're, they're going to lose a lot more games the rest of the way than they're going to win. That's right. And wow. the offensive line is still struggling. Just ask, uh, you know, Glennon. He'll tell you with the concussion. They're still struggling. Still can't get it done. And you made a great point, Gordon. Think about this. I'm going to punt it because I'm going to pin Miami deep because we're going to get the ball back and score. Right. <laughs> sure yeah. you are. Yeah. <laughs> and they kicked it in the end zone anyway, so they, they got like 26 yards out of it. So that didn't work. You are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> I don't get the love fest here. You know, I, I saw where everybody now is. Is Gettleman's gone for sure? It sounds like, but they're going to keep Joe Judge. What? What the hell would you do that for? Why? I mean, if you're going to let the GM go, why aren't you going to let the head coach go as well? I mean, their offense is absolutely brutal. They could have stayed out there for two weeks and not scored a <laughs> touchdown. So it, it's like, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> It's ESPN New York tonight here on 987 ESPN. 1-800-919-3776. We'll get to your calls in a minute. But, Gordon, Rex is right. You can stay, stay out there for a while. They don't, they're not going to score a whole lot of points. No, no. And, uh, you know, the one other stat that I had that I saw this season, you know how, like, it always feels like the Giants give up points right before the half? Yes. They have now been outscored this season 52 nothing. Oh. In the final two minutes. I mean, that alone, you would be like, oh, my God, what is this coach doing? They, they give up points every time before they have 52 nothing. Wow. It's brutal. It's been a tough season. It's been a tough couple of years for the Giants. Tough couple of years for Giant fans. Set to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Justin's in Long Island. He starts us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I want to talk about the Giants. I want to talk about the game yesterday, and then I want to talk about the Gettleman situation. Um, as far as the game goes, I was listening to Carl Banks earlier in the day, and he brought up like a good point about the Giants. Um, they just have no sense of urgency either. Like Towards the end of the game, Glennon gets sacked, and they take like 20 seconds to get back to the line of scrimmage. Um, and then the whole like the fourth down thing, punting, and – you know, his response was that the defense was playing well, but you've scored nothing. You scored nine points, three field goals in the whole game. I don't understand that. You you have nothing to lose at this point in the season. The season's over. Um, and then as far as the Gettleman situation goes, getting rid of him, I mean, I don't know how you can get rid of him and keep Joe Judge. I don't know any GM candidate that would want to come in and 
keep this coach after seeing what he's done. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, this is definitely one of the most dysfunctional Giants teams I've seen probably in my life. Uh, what do you guys think about that? All right, Justin, thanks for checking in. Gordon, I got to tell you, if, even if he was, even if Judge was maybe a game or two under 500, okay, maybe we could do something. Maybe I get it, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But he is not, his record would be, if I'm a GM, why do I want to bring, why do I want him as the coach of this team on my watch? Do I trust him to handle the players that I bring in? You know, and who is he going to name as coordinator this time? I mean, he named Jason Garrett. That didn't work out. You, you've got Freddie Kitchens. That's not working out. So am I going to have to choose the, the offensive coordinator for him also? What, what's, the, what's the argument to keep him? Like, what, what, what would you say he does really well? I don't know. I haven't seen anything. Not really well. Nothing. Nope. You know, the defense is, is, is um, you know, the, the the coordinator who he brought, Patrick Graham, he brought him in. Okay, fine. But that's the defensive coordinator who who knows. Like, mm-hmm. he, he might get a job this offseason someplace else. Yeah. He interviewed last year. Right. So, I mean, then what? Then what? So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, under, this is such screaming of we have to, we're mad as hell and we can't take it anymore. And we got to start over. We got to start from scratch. We got to, you know, like there's people in your life who they'll always like, they'll always look outside. If something bad happens to them, say, why do these things keep happening to me? And it's the choices that they make. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why these things keep happening to them. So the reason why these things keep happening to the Giants is because of the decisions that they make. So yeah, Dave Gettleman will certainly be gone. And what would scare me if I were a Giant fan, the fact that it seems like Joe Judge is safe, and, and, and Justin asked the question about like who would want to take this job, it makes me think that there's somebody within the organization yeah. who says, you know what, I can work with Joe. I know Joe, and mm-hmm. we get along great, and I can come in, and that's not what the Giants need at this point. They need, as I said, they don't need like <laughs> – a, uh, a house cleaning. They need an exorcism. They need to <laughs> to start from start over from scratch from 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 ground zero. They need somebody from outside the organization who can look at it from outside the organization instead of looking at the for not seeing the forest for the trees. They need somebody that can see the whole forest, trees, uh, mud piles, you know, divots, everything. They need somebody from the outside to look at this and say no. You guys can't continue to go on like this. Let's do it this way. Yeah. And until they find that person as a GM or as a head coach, they're going to continue to have issues. They just are. They yeah. just and, are. And they need somebody to come in here and tell them the truth. Yeah, it's true. Not, with all due respect, Mr. Mara, this is, I know this is not what you want to hear, but here's the reality of your situation. It's got to change. Bruce is in Flushing. He's next on 98.7. Hey, guys. Um, before I get to the Giants football, I have to make a quick comment about the Hall of Fame votes on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I love that Tony Lever made it to the Hall of Fame. When Before they had the vote and they went through the list, I said, he's got to, he's got to make it. I'm glad Phil Hodges made it also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But well, Larry, I think you're old enough to remember Tony Lever. Yep. Can you imagine what he would have done oh. if they put the shift on him? And Rod Carew. Oh, and Rod Carew, yeah. And Rod Carew. But, oh, absolutely. Oh, They'd be going the other way. Everybody went the other way, Bruce. Gordon, you've I seen know. video. Everybody went. Yeah. The, when you pitched it outside, they went They went the way it was pitched. I mean, uh, and in fact, I was, I was listening to Harold Reynolds, and Tony Oliver taught Kirby Puckett how to hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
I just, I'm glad he made it. Now, let's get Absolutely. to the Giants. Yep. Guys, I have a different viewpoint than most people, I think. Number one, I I remember when, when uh, McAdoo was the coach, when Schumer was the coach, the team was totally disorganized. Every play, there was a wide receiver open, like 20, 30 yards, not once, not twice, but like four or five, maybe eight times during the game. Okay, Judge has stopped that. Yes, I know he has Graham as a defensive coordinator, but he brought him in, and he, he's the guy who stopped that. It, it goes back to Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells had a horrible first year. I mean, you're killing Judge now. Can you imagine if, if, if talk radio was, was was like it is now when Bill Parcells picked Scott Bruno with Phil Sims? I mean, so you can't just keep firing coaches every two years. Of course the Giants look lousy. They have a, a super and offensive line, and they're working on their second-string quarterback, and now probably this week will be third string. Give Judge one more year. Get him an offensive line. Get him a general manager that knows how to pick talent. You stabilize the offensive line. You give uh, Daniel Bruce, Jones a chance. But Bruce, and then I mean, you see, think about how, like, if you are a GM prospect, right? Like you, you have, you know, maybe a couple of opportunities to to become a GM. I don't know who the hot name is going to be this off season. Are you going to want to come to the Giants if you know you have to have Joe Judge as your head coach? If I get offered a five-year contract for four or five million dollars a year, I think I chance it. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably going to get relatively the same offers everywhere, right? Like you're going to get a multi-year contract. It's going to be for millions of dollars. I mean, I, if I were a I GM, mean, there's, no, there's no hot candidate. It's, it's not. It's well, not we don't know that. Pat, I mean, Pat, it's not like you bring in a Pat Riley. Um, I know he's a proven guy and general manager. Unless you tell me you can bring in Bill Cowher. And Bill Cowell says, I don't want Joe Judge. Okay, maybe. But there's no really proven GM out there that can turn around a team. It's all hopefuls. So I think, like I said, you give Judge what, one more what, year. But what does you Judge do well? Manager, what, what do you say that Judge does well? Excuse me? What do you think that Judge well, – if you like, were making the case to keep Joe Judge, what would you point to as saying, well, you know what I really like about Joe Judge is this? I think he has stabilized the defense. I think that, this, that there's a different attitude on this team than it was on the McAdoo and, um, and, and Fritz Schumer. You know, Schumer probably was a better offensive coordinator. And also, you don't know. How do you know that Judge didn't want to fire Garrett last year after a season and the giant ownership wouldn't let him? So we really don't know what's going behind the scenes. So firing Garrett hasn't done a, a bunch. Of, I mean, look, Garrett was obviously a problem, but he wasn't the problem. I mean, the the problem is the offense just stinks. I mean, they they don't have. They don't, well, boy, I mean, you have no offensive anything. line. You have no offensive line. The I, I don't know. Andrew Thomas. Is, Andrew Thomas plays plays pretty well. Uh, you know, there's other teams that have he's bad offensive person. lines. Yeah, I know. I get it. Line. I get it, Bruce. But you know, like you have to be able. To, the The job of a coach is to take the pieces you have and to maximize their production and there's no one anywhere who can tell me that the, even with the lack of talent the Giants have on offense even with a backup quarterback um, that they are maximizing their talent on offense it's a tough one Bruce thanks for the phone call because the bottom line here Gordon is wins and losses that's what you're that's what you're rated on 
wins and losses. And we gave you the numbers earlier, and they're not pretty, and they're going to be worse because of the situation you got here. And here's the thing. They have, it's not like they've been blown out of games. They've been in games that they have not converted and have not won on. And some of that is coaching. It just is. Some of it is. Some yeah, of it is. And just to get back to Bill Parcells, I think year two, didn't he go, go nine and seven? I think he went nine and seven year two. So. He wasn't four and eight. <laughs> no, he was not. No, he was not. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, that's right. A quarterback rating of 84.0 for Mac Jones, two of three for 19 yards. <laughs> hey, it goes in the win column, right? I mean, that's all that matters. And I, and I do think that the Patriots probably came up with a game plan, you know, yep. given the, the environment, given, uh, you know, the rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to rely on the run. And you know, look, if we if we fall behind, we'll have to change that. They never fell behind. No. And and really the Bills the Bills only touchdown they got gifted to them, right? It was the result of the the fumbled punt. So That's right. I mean, they they owned the they owned the Buffalo. They went into Buffalo with the the environment being you know the Bills mafia. Oh, this is what we want. I see the players before the game in the snow with no shirts on and all this type of stuff, and they just got the ball ran down their throat and they just got the game dictated to them. Who knew that the game would be decided? Really, the whole momentum of that game changed on the two point conversion after the touchdown. It was big. David Letterman Huge. said it on that uh, on the he on did. the on the Manning cast. He said, yep. "I don't like you know." As he was rooting for the Bills, he said, "I don't like that two point conversion." I feel like that, and sure enough, it did. It came. It, it was a big play. You end up chasing it all night. Yep, you chased it all night. You did. Back to the phones. Dan's in Edgewater. He's next on ninety eight seven. Hey, Larry. Hey, Gordon. Thanks for keeping me uh, company on this long drive back from the shore. Hey, man, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even watch. I watched the game. I watched, I'm a diehard Giant fan. Uh, I go back to, you know, Taylor, Carson, Banks, uh, reasons, defenses that would punish you. Now, I can't complain. We, you know, in those years, we used to complain about our secondary, you know, Patterson being toast and all that stuff. Now we got a decent secondary. We got decent safeties. We got good corners. A defensive line, okay. It's been a little tough with Williams and uh, Lawrence, but our defense has kept us in games. We are the best team from the 20 yard line to the 30 yard line. Then this huge wall comes up, and we can't get creative to score a touchdown, no matter who's playing. Now, our offensive line is a sieve. I like Jones. Now, Judge, I will tell you, I think Judge gives us a sense of purpose and some organization that I hadn't seen in McAdoo and Shermer. The position coaches, the offensive coordinator, uh, uh, I didn't think Garrett was a good hire. You know, he's not a Josh McDaniels of uh, New England. So I think that's where the change got to give him another year. I like Jones. He can run. He's tall. He's got a good deep ball. But you can't keep putting him behind a sieve for an offensive line. And Gettleman's got to go because he never drafted high draft picks. Okay, Dolan Flowers, Andrew Thomas, I like. Hernandez is a bust. Gates and Lemieux, hopefully they come back. Just let's pray for a win or uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I wouldn't be. Have a great night. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Right, I wouldn't be rooting call. for wins. If I were a Giant fan, I'd be rooting for for the worst case scenario because you need to have it presented to ownership that change needs to happen, 
And, uh, you know, he's comparing. He's like, well, you know, I like Judge compared to McAdoo and Shermer. That's the comparison? Like, don't you should is that the bar we're looking for? Simply being better than Mac McAdoo at least went to the playoffs once. I mean, yeah. True. Oh my God, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know what Giant fans are looking at. I, I think that they're just so beaten down at this point. They've scored yeah. three touchdowns in their last forty-two drives, Larry. Mm, mm. That's bad. Yeah, <laughs> That's bad. yeah. That's yes, really it is. Bad. It is really bad. Yeah. Booth is in the Bronx. He's next on ninety-eight seven ESPN. Hey, what's going on, guys? Buddha. Listen, it's a great night. Mac Jones completes two passes. <laughs> Nick Folk is kicking field goals into 40-mile-power wins. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make this up. You yeah. you oh, my God. Let's kick this field goal into this hurricane and see how it works out. Oh, look at that. He missed it. Oh, oh. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, right. yeah, as soon as he gets another team, he makes it, though. You know, um, it, 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 it's you know it's, it's tough now. Um, you know you, you guys are talking with Joe Judge. Um, Joe Judge is the top of Hamburger Hill. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't gonna make it out of here. <laughs> There's no way you you can't even sell that back to the fans. Here. I think the fans are gonna nuts if that happens. Um, you know with the Jets though, real you know real quick. I know we short tonight, man. I mean, you know eighty five. You know we went eleven to five. We we lose the wild card game to the eventual um, Super Bowl representative AFC. No shame in that. 1986, you know, we beat the Chiefs in, in the Walker game. We're not going to talk about that divisional game. You, you already know. We, we don't mention that in this house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, 87, we went 8-7-1. We didn't make it where we needed to go, but, you know, at least we kept the Giants out the playoffs. That was a good thing. Um, I'm just looking at those three years back-to-back. And, you know, there were a few years. It was Parcells had a couple of years, and then, you know, Herm, and then Mangini after, the, and then Rex Ryan with his back-to-back years. But I'm listening to a lot of the fans who call, a lot of Jets fans, a lot of younger guys, you know. They're talking to a lot of patients and a lot of um, things are looking up. I remember there was a writer. His name was Jerry Liska. He used to write for the Post. <laughs> and he was on, there was a show, remember the show Sports Extra? It used to be oh, Bill yeah, Major, sure. and it was Tom mm-hmm. McDonald. Yeah. Yeah, so... He's on there, and this is like 1987, and he's going ballistic on Joe Walton. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something, honestly, as a fan, I take that Joe Walton period over anything I've seen here in the last 11 years. I mean, what the heck is people looking at that they're getting a feeling of that this is going to turn around the right way? Are you smoking something? <laughs> Well, that's that's Buddha, and thanks for the call. That's folks trying to find some positivity in the oasis of a team that's not made the postseason in over a decade. That's what that is, Gordon. That's, that's yep. trying to give you a reason to hold on. Ira, Ira called me yesterday, Gordon, and Ira was as down as I have ever heard him after yesterday's lack of defense for the Jets. He was he was just. He was he's ready to kick the, he's done. He he's yeah. he he's just done. And what is so bad is and we've talked about this a lot about you know it's not about wins and losses really for the year because you know you're not that good. It's about what the quarterback can do, what the quarterback can do. And Gordon, here's your opportunity that the quarterback who played well in the first half, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. showed you some things. Yes, looked much more comfortable. Looked looked very good. And if the defense gets off the field, who knows, maybe he's able to give you something of a game. He has the ball for 70 seconds in the third quarter. 70 
seconds. Well, you know, listening to all the different shows today, you know, starting with, with Dave and Rick and, and the K show oh. and Barton Hahn, all the different shows, you know, I keep hearing about how the Jets did not prepare for Gardner Minshew and, you know, how could you not prepare for Gardner Minshew? And my only thing is, well, they prepare for the quarterback of every other team all season and it didn't, it didn't look any better when they were preparing oh. for the guy than when they weren't preparing for the guy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this defense is just uh, – to think that they could have a performance like that where the, the, the Eagles scored on their first seven drives. Mm-hmm. They scored points in their first seven. The only drive they didn't score was the last drive of the game against a backup quarterback who threw five incompletions the entire day. Uh, I, I get it. The Jets don't have a whole lot of, of talent on defense. I get it, but – for an organization that's not made the playoffs in 11 years, they are miles away from the playoffs. Yep. Play, I mean, the playoffs are a pipe dream right now. They are. Yeah. It's sad it's to tough. say. It's sad. And when you know, and listen, I get it. You're concerned about your secondary. I understand that you don't want to, Gordon, you've got to put pressure on the quarterback. You, I don't care who you are. You can't let them sit back there all you can't let them sit back there all day. They'll pick you apart. There's, there's still NFL quarterbacks. They may not be great. Listen, there's different levels of great quarterbacks. Here's what I know. You sit somebody back there all day, and they have, they've got time to – they had time for guys to run from one side of the field to the other <laughs> on a crossing route. He went from one side to the other, and, he, and Minshew held the ball, was never touched. You can't do that. I just, you, you can't do that. There's yeah. no way. And look, I root for a bad team. I, I, I've i sat there through NFL Sundays where it's like, you know, the third quarter. You just feel like, what am I doing with my life? The, I don't know how Jet fans watch it. I really don't. I don't know how you watch it week in and week out because at this point, as bad as the giant offense is, the mm-hmm. Jet defense is just as bad. I mean, they are the two pinnacles in terms of ineptitude that you really could ever imagine. Um, and, it's, and it's every week. Yeah. You know, the NFL, the beauty of the NFL, any given Sunday, right? Like a team can pick off another team, and the defense stinks all the time. Yeah, it does. They win in spite of their defense. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> when they win, it's in spite of their defense. Or maybe the defense has come up with a, an amazing play, or the opposition offense just isn't executing. Because no matter what you do, and Gordon, I'm, look, and I know, and we could kill the, the coaches and, and the, you know, the, the you know, the position coaches and whatnot. Here's what I know. I know from week one, every week, they have spoken to that defense about how to defend screens because people have thrown screens in them and been successful every single game. And they still are successful. It's unbelievable. It's either running backs or tight ends. They can't stop any of them in the screen. They don't pick up the keys. They don't do, they don't do anything. They just don't get it. They don't get it. I don't understand. And you would th- like, look, a new regime, a new coach, new players, young players, player, you know, not the most talented group. You can understand that there's going to be growing pains, right? Yes. You understand that there's going to be low moments to, to start the season. Next week is week 14. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yesterday you got the performance from the quarterback that you were at least, I'm, for at least a half, right? The yep. first half, mm-hmm. you, you got what you were looking for from the quarterback and to think that the defense was so bad. We're not even really focusing on the quarterback. <laughs> that tells you, you how bad him. the defense was. You can't oh. even talk about him. No, you can't even talk about him. Gordon. 
Yeah. We can't well, even talk about you the know, the, I, the only thing I'll give the Jets uh, between the defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich and and, um, and uh, Robert Sal, at least they didn't come in after the game and say, you know, we're seeing some good things. I, no, I see a lot didn't. of I see a lot of plays <laughs> on the defense, like no, Joe didn't. Judge, who sounded nope. like like a buffoon saying the things that he said. Nope, Sal said it was unacceptable, and you know, and. He has said that before. <laughs> at least we can agree on that. <laughs> hey, at least we found some common ground. Yep. He, he's oh consistent because it's been in unacceptable a lot this year. 